Hi, this is Denna Hornby, and you're listening to The Calling, where we explore the lives of people who have been called to various types of ministries in their churches and in their communities. Today, we're here with Shelton Campbell, Music Director at Trinity All Good. Introducing you to local church and community leaders, The Calling. Welcome, Shelton. Thank you so much. We're glad you're here with us today. Glad to be here. I did a little bit of research before the show, and you grew up here, or you went to Tennessee Tech, is that right? Went to Tennessee Tech. Uh, originally, um, I'm from Gallatin, Tennessee. Okay. Grew up there, um, and uh, uh, in my uh, college college years, junior year, transferred here to Tennessee Tech uh, okay. to obtain my bachelor's degree. Where did you go to school before your junior year? I went to Volunteer State Community College, okay. the main campus there in Gallatin. Sure did. Yeah. yeah. What was your degree at Tennessee Tech? I uh, graduated from Tennessee Tech with a uh, business degree uh, focusing in management information systems. What were you like in college? Did you study a lot? Had to. (laughs) (laughs) There was was no option but to study and uh, do as best I can and get out of college eventually. Absolutely. So heads up, all the students out there listening, study hard. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) How did you get from business administration to music ministry? Uh, music ministry really, uh, has been a part of my life for probably since the day I came out of the womb. Um, my parents, um, were pastors, uh, of a church, uh, before I was born. Uh, and just to kind of give you a little brief, uh, history on, on that. Um, uh, they pastored a church that did not have any musicians, um, in the church. Uh, you know, it was hand clapping and knee slapping and tambourines and that was that was uh that was worshiping a lot of a lot of singing to go along with it um and so uh their prayers was that their children would grow up to actually be musicians um my brother who is uh six years older than i i just have one sibling uh grew up to be a drummer played in the church uh since the day i could remember and uh, uh me uh always looking up to big brother uh, idolized him and uh, started playing drums a little bit kind of picking up on that but uh really took off um uh, for myself playing keys um okay. and so uh my learning uh, from that uh, was basically from ear i never really had any structured lessons or anything like that uh but uh you know i could hear a tune and try to mimic it and uh, just kind of took off from there uh trends transformed uh to playing guitar which is what i primarily play now um uh and uh being in the church uh involved in uh worship music and and uh getting plugged into our 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 small little worship band that we had there and uh got involved in in youth camps and and participating in worship teams there and uh uh, when i came to tech got involved with uh, chi alpha campus ministry uh which is where uh uh I led worship there as well. And then uh, being the the church that I serve at now supports Chi Alpha kind of gave me a little bit of a foot in the door um, to uh, uh, potentially start leading worship there at at Trinity. So uh, it's been quite the journey, but uh, yeah. Shelton, you're married to Nicole, and I'd like to know a little bit about how your relationship works in ministry. I think we're never in ministry alone. How do you and Nicole sort of work that in your daily lives? Uh, it's uh, just it's become a part of who we are, uh, really. Um, I would say in the early on years of um, of our relationship, um, being that she was never really um, in a household where you know church was your second home, 
uh, so to speak. Um, it took a little bit of an adjustment, uh, and uh, you know when you when you lead worship, it's not, uh, or when you're in the worship ministry, it's not just you know singing songs on Sunday morning. It's a twenty four seven type lifestyle um, where it's uh, um, not only doing worship, but you're also uh, you've got pastoral duties that go along with that too that uh, demand uh, your time um, outside of the eight to five um, typical work day. Uh, and so balancing that uh, took a little bit of an adjustment, but um, also uh, communicating <laughs> is, is huge, sure. especially on a relationship uh, basis for young marriage or if you've been married for however long you still got to communicate so um, I think uh, what we try to do um, is try to uh, try to balance that uh, the best that we can um, and not so much bring work home because uh, there's a lot of behind the scene things that happen within a church that aren't so pretty um, sure. and that I, I strive to almost kind of protect my wife um, from that um, and uh, not give her um, a bad viewpoint of certain things that may happen in the church, you know, because, you know, you're, de you're dealing with people. Right. Um, and uh, where was I going with that? I don't even know. <laughs> After a short break, more conversation with Shelton Campbell. I'm Dana Hornby, and we're back with The Calling. Today we have Shelton Campbell, music director of Trinity All Good, with us. Shelton, did you have a favorite genre of music growing up? Uh, my favorite genre of music? Um, so growing up, uh, I guess you could say I lived in a pretty sheltered okay. <laughs> household. Uh, and uh, growing being called a PK, I guess you, you could call me that. Um uh, a lot of it was was gospel music um, mm -hmm. and uh, contemporary Christian music stuff like that. Um, so uh, we listened to you know we listened to anything that falls into that genre. So that was basically what I was accustomed to, what my ears was kind of drawn to. And so um, even though I, I had awareness of mainstream music, you know, I always gravitated to sure. what my ear listened to most. So. <laughs> When you experienced your call to ministry, having seen your parents, witnessed them as servants of the church, how did it feel when you began to discern your particular call to ministry? Yeah, um, I would say for myself, um, it's almost like salvation in and of itself. Um, you know, you grow up doing things a certain way for so long, it just becomes a part of what you think is right until you find that for yourself. Um, I think uh, for me, when I received the calling of, of worship, um, uh, it was uh, it was something that was definitely real. Uh, it was something that I didn't necessarily have to so much work for that I knew that God already equipped me to be able to uh, act in, in this area of service. Um, and so... Um, I think uh, even with all the years of, of uh, you know, participating in worship in the church from a, a youth, uh, youth camp standpoint, for all, all of that, it was for a purpose. It was for a reason. Um, and that was God, God shaping me and molding me uh, to be placed in a position that I am today. 
Um, and uh, very grateful for that. Um, I think uh, and having the encouragement um, and um, just somebody behind me to encourage me and, and lift me up, such as my parents, um, uh, who have always been inspirational to me, um, uh, especially uh, to pursue uh, what all you can possibly do. You know, there's nothing too big for God. So uh, I don't think that there's anything that is too big that I can ever achieve as, as well. So, uh, you know, coming from a small little church and then being placed on a platform such as Trinity, you know, man, it, it kind of took me by surprise for for a minute. You know, it's kind of like, hey, Shelton, you're used to 100 people on a Sunday morning for Easter service. That's that's <laughs> what our services look like. And then uh, being before a congregation of hundreds uh, on, a, on a weekly basis, uh, it shows you how big God is. You know, even you're not performing for, for anybody. It's uh, that one-on-one connection with him every every Sunday morning, every Wednesday night. You know, worship is connection with God the Father and him alone. So right. no matter how many people are there, that's that's what it is. Absolutely. So, yeah. Were your parents surprised when you said, hey, Mom and Dad, guess what? I'm, I'm going into the ministry. I don't think they were. They were like, hey, <laughs> welcome to the family business, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I think so. Uh um, I think they just as much knew that God had uh, a purpose and a plan for me um, in, in using my gifts and talents that God has equipped me with um, on such a level as this. And I don't think it was a surprise for them at all to to see God do what he did. So It must have felt good. It must have been the fruition of their life's work to see their son continue that legacy for God. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned going from a church of 100 to a church of hundreds. And that leads me to question, does uh, does worship become perfunctory or is it something that you really can engage in as you're doing it? Is it something that you have to sort of focus on? This is my job to create worship for the hundreds who are coming today. And how do you respond personally? Yeah, uh, I, I think um, the way that I kind of perceive it is, uh, you know, our worship experience um, is kind of based on how people come into the service um, and uh, their hunger and their desire for God. I don't think that, yes, yes, worship leaders are put on this on this platform, on this pedestal to be, hey, man, you're you're in charge of firing everybody up and getting everybody excited for God. And well, yes, to some degree, yes. Uh, but I think it also, it, it, it's just as in, more important in the hearts of those that we're ministering to. Um, they almost set the stage just as much as we are right. uh, because of uh, the expectation that they come in to the service with. Um, and if they're expecting God to do some great things, if they're, they're hungry and thirsty for God to, to do some miraculous things, not only in their lives, but in the lives of of those that are standing beside them uh, in the in the congregation, I think that's just as much as important, um, and kind of sets the stage for um, the the service and and what's going to happen there. So, I'm Dana Hornby, and you're listening to the Calling. You're listening to The Calling, and today our guest is Shelton Campbell from Trinity All Good. And Shelton would like to share a motivational moment. Yeah. So uh, today's devotional um, is entitled Worship Living. It comes from a a series of devotions from Brandon Dempsey um, 
from his series called Life of a Worship Leader. And I just find it to be something that's very important, especially not just for a worship leader, but for a Christian in general. Um, and that worship is not just what you do or partake in on a Sunday morning or or whenever your services are, but it's a lifestyle. Um, and so he goes on to say, worship is not as much singing as it is living. Simply we live what we sing. Uh, the song varies from where we place our hearts on earthly things or the eternal things of God. Uh, Colossians 3, 1 says, If then we were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. He says, We are to take captive every thought into the obedience of Christ. When we do, we store up for ourselves wisdom that fears the Lord. Proverbs nine ten reads, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. We become transformed to understand God's glory into his image. Second Corinthians 3.18 reads, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as the Spirit of the Lord. So what is our image of worship? Well, it should be Jesus Christ. We are to live as Christ. He is the substance and breath for daily living. Created for good works, we walk in worship and do the things he has prepared for us to do. Ephesians 2.10 reads, For we are his workmanship, created in Jesus Christ for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We are to offer ourselves daily in worship as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. Romans 12.1 reads, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And I just, uh, I'm thankful for that, for that, uh, for that devotion. Um, in that the fact that, you know, life again, uh, as I echo what what the author says, it's a lifestyle. Um, it's a it's a daily sacrifice. Um, God desires to be with His children, um, and uh, you know. I think we get so caught up in the fact that we attach the word worship to uh, music and and congregational singing and stuff like that. But no, worship is is how you live your life. Worship is uh, the way that you devote your life to Christ, being an example of Him in every situation of your life. And so, thankful for that. So, may that encourage you too. I'm Dana Hornby, and this is The Calling. We're back with Shelton Campbell, music director at Trinity All Good. And we're going to end our segment today, Shelton, with the top five. This is where I ask you five questions, and you get the option to plead the fifth on one of them. All okay? right. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. If you could fly or be invisible, which would you be? Fly. Fly. Where would you go? Uh... <laughs> anywhere i don't know uh, anywhere but here well, no I, lo- I love i love here cookville's great so. <laughs> okay next question if you uh had a gag reel of your life what would be on it a gag gag reel gag reel like mm-hmm. okay. like all the bloopers of your life yeah uh 
I don't know. I don't have many. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure there are many. Uh, I'm just not thinking about them. Okay. Um, you want to plead the fifth on that Let's plead the fifth okay. on that Okay, pleading one. the fifth on that yeah. one. If you were arrested for a crime, what would your lovely wife, Nicole, say that crime was? Um, She would say uh, not going the speed limit. Oh. <laughs> Reckless driving. How about that? Heads up, state troopers. <laughs> what kind of car do you drive? No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to share that one. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Shelton, what's the cleanest joke you know? What's the cleanest joke I know? Man, I'm not one to really tell a whole lot of jokes. Um, can I plead the fifth on that one, too? Nope. You've already pled the fifth, but oh, I'm going to give you one. Are you gonna, okay. okay? I'm going to give you one. Help me out here. <laughs> what's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? Uh... I don't know. One is really heavy, and the other is a little lighter. (laughs) 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 Okay, a hippo is a large animal, and a zippo is a little lighter. It's a cigarette lighter. It's a Uh, ah. See, Shelton. Shelton's led a clean life. He's not a smoker. I told you, not a smoker. uh, Okay, (laughs) very protected life. You can tell that one to your parents. I bet they get it. (laughs) Okay, Okay, let's see. Um, Did you ever have a favorite Christmas present? Uh, Probably a guitar. Oh, nice. Yeah. What kind of guitar was that you got for Christmas? It was a butterscotch um, Squire Fender. Telecaster. Nice. How old were you? I uh, let's see, probably about fifteen, okay. fifteen, sixteen, okay. somewhere around there. Did you take guitar lessons? I did not. Uh, in fact, when I first started playing guitar, uh, there was about three three guys uh, in my class that we all kind of st- picked up the guitar at the same time. So uh, we would all run home, learn something, and run back to school the next day and try to teach each other what we learned and just kind of picked up on. Do you remember the first song you learned? The very first song. Uh, No, I I don't know what the first song was, but I'm sure there was a plethora of different things that we we touched on. (laughs) What about have you ever texted the wrong person? Yes, I have. <laughs> How'd that work out? Not probably not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to offer an anonymous apology? That the air's yours. Oh man, um, if if you're listening, I'm truly sorry for what I did. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was not intended for you. <laughs> so. Awesome. Sheldon, you have just been absolutely delightful. Thank you for sharing your story of your calling today on the calling. Thank you so much.